everyone. Um, we're about to start Hogcast as usual, but first things first, me and Alan are going to do our hobby instead of our uh, other hobby. Because <laughs> this is a, uh-huh. is Hogcast a career or a hobby? At this I mean, point? we're we're career journalists. We're professional journalists. <laughs> we are, so we're we are covering the news. We're covering the stories. Information flows through us like a like a sieve. I'm like the damn um, newsroom guy. Out. <laughs> you're the newsroom guy and i'm that blonde bimbo bitch that you're yelling at not alan's words not mine and uh, you're always being like shut the hell up you don't know a thing or two about america we're the fattest country and the dumbest country in the country that eats the most hamburgers but god damn it we get it done we get it done here in this country yeah you did salute you, you do whenever there's a guy with a mustache on an airplane you do salute them and say they're an air marshal yeah Sully, thank you. <laughs> anyway, please, we must continue. Um, so, Hogcast is our career. We're like people who list comedian in our Facebook profile as our career, even though we work totally separate career fields. Anyway, mm-hmm. we uh, we're also passionate about love. We are the lovers of love who love love lovingly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's there's an Aquaba- Aquapat song. With that title, which we didn't know about until now, so we're not as original as we thought we were. Wait, we what? Were. Really? Yeah, there's an Aquabat song called The Lovers of How Love. How did you find this that's out, fine. Uh Because Dom, friend of the show, Dom on Twitter, <laughs> messaged me about it, like, are, are you do you are you referencing uh, the Aquabats all the time? Like, no, but I'm a big fan. What do you mean? I love Yo Gabba like, Gabba, though. <laughs> I'm a Mormon, though. No, come on. Wait, wait, wait. Um, anyway. whoa, whoa, whoa. Was DJ Lance a Mormon? <laughs> no, DJ Lance wasn't a Mormon, but all the Aquabats guys are. That kind of makes sense. That yeah, makes I had sense. I had a friend I had a friend in Portland who um uh, interned I should, <laughs> interned I with the Aquabats. Yeah, they, they interned on Yo Gabba Gabba, and it was them a kooky art person, you know, who wanted to make movies and visuals and stuff, and then um a bunch of uh mormon tweets from like salt lake city who are like i don't listen to music it was cool (laughs) it's weird to think that there's like a bunch of mormon guys and then it's just like and bismarcky is here for some reason (laughs) that's what that's what my friend said that's what my friend said anyway i should say anymore because i don't it's mark mothersbaugh and and bismarcky are here (laughs) to hang out with some mormons and they are like who i like uh the tabernacle choir or uh what's it studio m what's the name of the 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 Mormon SNL. What? Oh God, I forgot that there's a Mormon SNL. Mormon SNL. Mm. Uh. K U T V. Studio C. Studio C. Stu- Studio I C. I call it it's Studio a- M because I was saying Studio Mormon. <laughs> that would make more sense. What Studio C stand for? Christ. I don't know. Uh, Latter day. <laughs> Studio Saint C. Anyway. Whatever. We love love. We love it when Mormons are in love. We love soaking. We love all sorts of things. Anyway, <laughs> I, Alan, oh, you the, better believe I love soaking. You love uh, Splish Splash. They were taking a bath. Okay, come on. We need to move on, though, because we have so much love to talk about. Because, we're, as we said, we're a bit. We, we track love in our free time. Alan, are the love ev- are, are loves is love stocks up or love stocks down? Let me put on is my love, love scouter. Than- my love scouter. <laughs> oh wow, love levels are over nine thousand. <laughs> love is, Alan. Love is so high that we can ignore your reference to a uh, fifteen to twenty year old meme. Love is just love is in the air. Take a whiff of it right now. If you're a podcast listener, take an exaggerated um, whiff of love right now. 
And if you maybe if you see a couple, stick your nose. And maybe platonic love. Maybe if you see some f- people playing Magic the Gathering at a, your local pub, give them a sniff. Maybe know? somebody walking their love, dog. Give them a sniff. Love is just everywhere. It, um, if you're at a school, don't well, don't go to a school. But if you're near a school and um, you see children from a distance holding their parents' hand and being like, "Mummy, I'm going to get a good grade," give give a big sniff of the love of parent and child. It's all I'll say right I'll, now. You know what? In the month of February, you know how there's those signs outside Jimmy John's that say "free smells." Uh, the entire <laughs> world is a Jimmy John's for me in February, man. Because <laughs> I'm just I'm just soaking it all in. Capitalism has not conquered these smells yet. They have not monetized these scents. Smell is you know? the one is the one uh, like f- free means of expression in this country. I mean, it's taste smell. technically has been guarded by capitalism. This is dark stuff to talk about. <laughs> That's true. Sound in many ways. If you want to hear pleasant sounds, nobody has. Co- I mean, people have copyrighted smells. <laughs> That's true. But but not. Uh, but, not, but not like, if smells. you think about like, uh, isn't the one thing is that anybody can copy a uh, like a cologne or an uh uh why keep why keep keep saying shampoo that's like in french a a cologne and a uh perfume perfume you can't copyright the smells but you can do the logos and like hide your mixtures or whatever interesting interesting i didn't know you could not copyright smells you cannot copyright smells i'm pretty sure interesting we we need to start we need to start like uh releasing torrents via like some sort of smell encoded technology to where they can't smell torrents <laughs> smell was, torrents did you ever play bangayo spirits on the nintendo ds no I but i really wanted to i really fucking wanted to yeah bangayo spirits they had a level sharing mode <laughs> but they would um the level they they didn't have a proper way on the uh ds to download levels so instead, because I think this was even pre-DSI, you would play a sound off of your PC speaker yes. or your phone if yeah. you had an iPhone, uh-huh. and you play it into the Nintendo DS sound or the Nintendo DS microphone, and it would hear it would hear. Uh, it's like the phone freaking. Code. You're phone freaking your DS. <laughs> it's true, and that's kind of like what my brain does when I smell love. It activates all these beautiful sights and visions and sounds of love and. It's so good we live in a country so full of lovely love to love so lovingly. Now, there is one sad thing that has ruined our our, our celebration of love today. It, the, the big balloon, the big balloon that, we've, that, we, that we smelled flying over the coast a, a couple days right. ago. Um, now, normally, the only balloon I'd want to see one right now is a big heart. <laughs> yeah, oh, if there's a big heart balloon in the sky, you better believe I'd be flying up there to sniff it. The only way it would be better is if we were in the balloon, seeing a couple propose marriage in the balloon that's shaped like a heart. That would be so epic. <laughs> I would be fawning over it because you know how much I love love. And I love when a couple gets together and they profess how their enduring love that they will stick together always. I'm a damn monogamy freak, but I also love polycules because that's a lot of love too, though. Mm-hmm. That's even more love, love, arguably. <laughs> Arguably, Arguably. me and go back and forth on this, but very in a friendly way. Yeah, some some Not- say it might get diluted between more people. Others say, <laughs> others say that it gets multiplied. Who knows? <laughs> yes, but but um, we love love so much, and the Chinese sent a balloon to go peek at our love because, uh, as I've heard, there is no love in China. <laughs> There's no love. It's illegal there, actually, China. right? It's illegal. It's <laughs> they illegal. Sent this. I was- I've been hearing about this. Do they even know NPR that it's Valentine's Day? About it. Do they even know that it's Valentine's Day? No, they banned all religion. 
They banned all religion in China. I can't believe it. (laughs) No saints, so no Saint Valentine, no cherubs. If they saw a cherub, they'd put it in a cage, like at the beginning of Shrek 1. I kind of feel like they should do that with cherubs, because they have too much power (laughs) over love. You 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 think love should be given back to the people, Alan? I think we should. I think we need to. If if you see a cherub, you need to uh, grab their bow and arrow while you can. Instead of oh grabbing a cop's gun, grab a Alan, grab a I cherub. I have the freaking bow and, bow and arrow of a cherub. If I could get uh, a Cupid's arrows to myself, you don't even know what I'd do with that damn thing. Uh, let me just say, I'd be taking an arrow to the knee, <laughs> like Skyrim. <laughs> You would just shoot your arrow and fall in love with whoever you first saw. Yeah, I and I would be kneeling at that moment too, so it'd be perfect. <laughs> I think that's what the Skyrim took an arrow to the knee thing actually means. I think that's like an expression in Skyrim world. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Uh, I don't really think of Skyrim that often. I'm kind of an elite gamer. Well, you can get married in Skyrim. Did you know that? That's true. Oh well, I guess I gotta play now. Uh, you you have a you have a new uh, it's a it's a shame that they're getting rid of Twitter bots because you've got a new take on uh, can you pet the dog? It's can you marry someone in this video game? Can you can you feel such deep intense love? You'll spend the rest of your life with them. And every time I do it in a video game, I feel bad because I'm married to a girl from another video game. But uh, you know you can't whatever. let you have, to, you have to put them on separate separate from each other on the shelves, or else they might they might start talking to each other and they might figure it out. The girl from Fable oh, Two might figure might talk to the Mass Effect girl. <laughs> the elf from Rune Factory Four, I think her name's Isabel. Don't quote me on that. It's gonna hear that I married uh, some lady at Rune. Uh, what is it? Uh, Stardew Valley. Oh, they're, I, they're gonna get I, pissed. Oh, you married the goth lady that eats rocks? How dare you! <laughs> Oh my god, man, love is so complicated. That's the that's one of the things I love, but also fear about love. Is it's the true. complications of love. But that's life. I wish there was a way, Alan. Well, Alan, you've been talking about this. You've been raising some VC. You're trying to, what, what, what were you trying to do again? Well, I, as part of my, my process of democratizing love, I'm looking at, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make some, some wise investments. And um, have you ever heard of, uh, of, of, uh, of, of, of long-term loveism? <laughs> Long-term look- loveism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Alan, I've never heard of such a concept. It's where we might we make some changes in, in very slight tweaks in uh, in in love. Uh, right now, they will have big long-term effects that will impact the the future of love. So, right, what so I'm doing saying- now is I'm I'm strategically deploying love AIs. <laughs> You're see, listen. It's one thing to care about love now, but you're worried about the year twenty-two thousand. You know, twenty-two thousand you know will love propagate even then it's yeah it's true this is effective love altruism and it's (laughs) and what i'm doing is i'm giving communities who need love the most uh aka um i go i go through all the different uh gaming discords i go through different uh like uh right-wing influencer discords the andrew andrew tate discord and I give them, uh, I, I, I have an AI Discord bot, and I just DM them, and it has a picture of a pretty lady, and then they can be in love with that lady. <laughs> Some people might say that's catfishing them, but they still fall in love the same way. Listen, I, we're all about the generation of love, and love is worth the consequences, probably, right? I'm sure. To, to love, it's the whole thing. What is it better to have loved and lost than never loved at all? 
you know who wrote that? William Shakespeare, the most Billy the Shakes. most famous writer of love all time. But some all some time. would say the first person to write about love. <laughs> no one did it before him. You know, I mean, listen, uh, there was the Bible. That was kind of the first book, right? And people were getting pre- oh no 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 excuse me there was like a Hammurabi's code and and, and uh, that's not Gilgamesh. about love that's about what you do that's to people not about who love are, that's yeah. hang, that's hanging with the boys which is a proto form you know, they hadn't quite invented love yet and uh-huh. all you really had was to hang with the boys you know what I mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not they were not in love in any way they weren't in love right <laughs> they did not they did not love the bros back then right then there were the Greeks uh-huh. and they, they were you know. They were up to their fucked up shit. They were trapping people in caves and making them dance around and in the frogs or something. There's like a boat and, William, and like guys got turned into pigs or something. And there's a cyclops. Right. Listen, and don't yeah. even get me started about Zeus. He didn't know the first damn thing about love. He's like, he should I be, so should I become a golden cloud or maybe a swan? <laughs> I don't know how sex work. <laughs> That's actually what he was doing. He didn't know how people had sex, even though he was a God. So he kept on turning into like a cloud or something. He's like, is this what happens? It's true. And and so now we get here and we get to Shakespeare and he's the first one to sit down and be like, how do you how do you make a woman? How do you rev a woman's engine? And he said, maybe buy her a damn thing of flowers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe you should go to the apothecary and get some poison to kill both you, both you and your and your GF just in case anything goes bad. It's true. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what love's about sometimes. Uh, also, we need more apothecaries. I, they need to be. Remember that one episode of Hey Arnold where she, uh, where Helga buys a love potion? We need more potions. Yeah, we need more potions. Listen, Alan, let's just focus on the love. We can get to potion month a later time, okay? Wait, which one? Love what, is what, what month? Love what is what month is potion about. month? Is that October? Because <laughs> of Halloween? I guess, maybe. Oh, I but guess Halloween's don't... a day, but the rest of the month is potion-based. Mm, it might, it might, they might be coinciding with the release of this new Harry Potter game. I'm not sure. Right, right, right. Ooh, we're not talking about that. That is not a lovey. lovey I bet they would make that lovey. happen for, for for Potion Month, though. They would try to take Potion Month. The funny thing is, one of my, you know, it's one of the things I hate most, Alan. What? Hate, hate, and hatred. That's true. Why can't Why can't we love? Why can't we love? That's uh, you know what I mean, that that's that's true. And I thought that was supposed to be the message of. Uh, of Harry Potter, but it seems like somewhere around or along the way that got a little bit lost. JK, come on. Isn't the most powerful magic love? No. It's yeah, called it? Okay. It's I called mean, a Vodra Kavadra or whatever the fuck, and it kills you on spot. That's the most powerful <laughs> spell, actually. Le Petite Mort. Oh you know damn. What I mean the little death. I don't know where I'm going with that. Do you think people Voldemort, are edging using Mort, spells? Think about it, Voldemort. Come on, folks. Do you think people are edging it's using spells? Like the instead of like they're doing like the choking game, they're like hitting each other with like a, a spell that's really hard. It's... Casting cock and ball torture spell. What is there is a spell? There's the torture spell. There's what a bunch it? of weird spells that do things like like tie your legs up and shit. So I bet there is like a cock and ball. There's spell. normal. Are there any normal spells? Like is there? <laughs> No. Like if you if you like uh if you get some wizard crystal light, put it in your glass and stir it, are they like, that's a spell, you used your wand. That is kind of a potion when you make crystal light. It's when true. you make G fuel, they think you're making a potion. <laughs> that's wandless magic though. That's true. It's they true. don't they don't like that because that's stuff that uh that like uh trolls and goblins and fairies can use. 
That is another uh, weird yeah. thing that, that happened in Harry Potter is it somehow became like there's a weird undercurrent of like the only good magic is the kind that humans can use with a wand. And all this other stuff is bad. We're not going to really. It's true. And that's why it's a, a series of hate, not of love. It's not of love. And you know what? So, yeah, that's we're the lovers of love who love love lovingly. Alan's making an app. I wish Dobby got I to make- marry somebody. <laughs> I'm making an app. This might have been a joke from last year, and I'm just repeating it. But um, lover, <laughs> I'm making the lover app where you mm-hmm. can um, you can uh, just get love. It's just an app that just says the word love when you open it. Mm-hmm. There is an Sorry. AR aspect where you can look through the camera, and if there's other people using the app, they'll glow red, uh, full of love. <laughs> <laughs> there is a love detector on it. It's not very accurate. I've learned sometimes you meet people who are full of hate, but. <laughs> Most of the time, I think people are very capable of loving. Well, the thing is that love and hate, they're, 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 they're uh, separated by such a fine line. They're two, there's, hey, listen, the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. You know what I mean? Think about it. Yeah, indifferent people are invisible through my, uh, through my love app camera, unfortunately. Thank you. Yep. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, Alan, should we start the show? Now yeah, that now we've that got we've, our love we... report. Yeah, now that we Alan, I mean, Alan said it best. Love is up. Love, love is, is bigger up. and better than ever. Hey, listen. Uh, some if might got... say there's loveflation. There's <laughs> going through a phase of Bidenflation might be hitting love. And you know what? That's fine by me. Look, if you've got love right now, hold it, please. <laughs> I've got diamond love, love, is love hands. Love like the original crypto. You know, it's not feasible. You do, It's a concept. You can only feel it. It's But you know what? It's there. You know what the original diamond hands was? An engagement ring. <laughs> Think about it. The original Coinbase was Zales. <laughs> Every kiss began with K. Think about it, folks. It's true. Uh, yeah, but love shouts out to love. We love it. Um, anyway, so uh, anywho, um, welcome everybody. This is Hogcast Speedy Delivery. You see what I did there? Uh, wow. The number one independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. I'm your host, Russ Walsh. With me, as always, my co-host, Alan Black. Welcome, Alan. Welcome. Russ. Um, I feel bad. I don't meet, like leaving love in the dust, but we have a lot of journalism to cover. There's a lot of journalism to cover, and we're not going to be spending a minute with uh, Spider or Wada this week. <laughs> Spider, I did. He, he did climb up a tree to investigate the balloon, and we hope he got off the balloon before it got shot with the missile. <laughs> oh, no, Alan, I'm looking. He's stuck on the balloon. He's an actual balloon boy. <laughs> Spider's a balloon boy right now? He's the actual balloon boy. He's not the fake balloon boy. Oh, man. Because only Spider uh, would be able to climb up there to a balloon. Oh, my gosh. See, that's the thing um, where J- you know, where others make something fake. James Cameron makes it real, and that's uh, that's bal- that's Balloon Boy Spider right now. God damn! God, Avatar Four is gonna kick ass though. There's gonna be such a, <laughs> like, a sick balloon segment. <laughs> the Tolkien Rider versus the Balloon Rider. Oh, that'd be so sick. What kind of thing do you think they're gonna? Is it just gonna be horses in this next Avatar, or do you think there's gonna be something? I think cool? it'll be horses. I mean, it'll be fire. You know, fire horses fire horses and people who can control fire do you think they're gonna control fire you think they're gonna do like fire bending shit no don't say it like that because now i don't think it will happen well what are they gonna do i I need to know i need to know what i need to know what the next tulkoon is gonna be so i can invest in it ahead of time because if you haven't Uh, noticed okay have you heard the report about the tulkoon writer the, the 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 producer of all of james cameron stuff what he said no. 
um, James Cameron is scouting places on Earth. Holy shit! And he's saying, you know, I don't, I can't say if it's going to be something or other, but I'm just saying he's looking for some spots. Do you think he? Are... Do you think Pycon is going to fly through space to to, to come to Earth? <laughs> that's my hope. That's my dream. I I, I wish really... he would come here and visit me now. Well, you know, there was that one, there was that thing they said, like, in an early draft of Avatar 1, it was going to end with, like, avatars wearing spacesuits with machine guns in space, like, fighting against yeah, that was cool. humans. And I think it will eventually get there. Uh, I just want that to happen now. Right, right, right. So, Alan, is there a guy that we're going to meet for a minute that I have to remember because I feel like I promised something and forgot? <laughs> uh, I mean, do you want to do, do you want to do a water or a spider minute? We can do well, a Spider-Man. I'll, let me call Spider's cell phone. buried in the ground. What's that? Let me call Spider's cell phone while he's up there. <laughs> I did. I did get. I did get Spider a phone from uh, from Cricket Mobile, and he's he's. Let me see if I can... Well, obviously, because he's a spider and Cricket. You know? I, I tried to get the one that would that would scare him the least because the other ones were called like Razor or something. He's like ah. If his name was Pepper, then you would probably have got him a mint cell phone. Or well, if his name was Pepper, like... I would have been uh, punting him across uh, across the room because he would have been a little robot freak. Yeah, he's the most human of us all, though, Alan. He's the most human of us all. Spider is, yes. Yes. Okay, so let me go, let me go ahead and call Spider here. Let me see here. Alan! Spider, Alan! what are you doing up there, you crazy white boy? Uh, my dreads are caught in, in all these ropes and cables. Spider, oh, man. You you might have to cut your your you might have to cut your luxurious dreads, uh, so that you can get down from this. Uh... Alan, the disingenuous way you said that was very funny. You might have to cut your dreads so you can get down from the balloon spider. I don't know, Alan. Alan, Alan, I'm stuck up here. Um, this ooh, is the boy. other balloon that's going over Canada. People don't care as much here for some reason. Alan, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's another balloon going over Canada. There's another balloon going over Canada. Oh, hey, look, it's the Edmonton Oilers. Hi, McDavid. Oh, look, there's the Coffee Crisp plant. Oh, my goodness gracious. Look, it's the Hawkins Cheesy plant. Oh, what a wonderful world this Canada is. Oh, Alan. Wow. Oh, wow. It seems like he got sucked into uh, the jet stream for Canada. <laughs> now he's. Did you get them international service? Uh, ooh, I don't know how Cricket Wireless handles that. <laughs> yeah, you should probably look into that. That's probably why it cut off so quickly. Probably, probably. It doesn't have international roaming. Well, hey, he's not going to get shot down if he's over Canada, at least. No, I don't think so. Yeah, this was but different you know than the other happen. balloon, by the way. This was, uh... This actually was a love balloon that was sent up to, to monitor love. <laughs> it's a Chinese love balloon where they're trying to discover the secrets of love. Yeah, Do this they have one love in Canada. The other one we thought was a love balloon, but that one actually was just like some sort of weather balloon. This one is actually spying on us for love. It's got it had it had a big <laughs> heart on the side of it, so I could tell. Well, um, they probably saw the love happening in America, got bashful, and went back up to Canada. <laughs> yeah, where no love exists, no love in Canada. It's too Listen, cold. I think there's probably some love. It's just few and far between. Yeah, just like Canada, it's like on the on the coast and nothing in the middle, really. Like Canada. Uh, most it's of it's true. just snow and bears and trees and stuff. Uh, right, right, right. You know what? You know what's not from Canada, but is from uh, a little place near Canada called Detroit. That's right, Little Caesars Pizza. Hail Caesar! Pizza, pizza. And I went to Little Caesars today. Russ, do you how how many times have you used the pizza portal? Oh, I use the pizza portal 
every time i don't think i've used little caesars i've i i think I've since saw, they've introduced I, I mean, it i've went i've only used the pizza portal but uh i yeah i do always say thank you i always yell hey thanks guys whenever i get my pizza from the portal just as a polite well so here's something that i didn't notice before maybe it was because little caesars was loud all the other times or whatever but when i got my pizza out of the portal the pe- the portal said to me in a robot voice welcome welcome <laughs> Welcome, welcome. Do you not like it anymore now that it's gone? No, from, I do uh, like it because it reminds machine. I do like it robot. because it reminds me of like one of the talking trash cans from from Disney World. So <laughs> it's like push the talking trash can or the Efteling trash cans. That's true. Yeah, put I, the paper in me. Put the paper in me. Take the pizza out, Alan. Take it out. You know, I do like. That th- I do stuff. like that. It would just be funnier if they put like a face on the oven on the like the pizza oven or something. Like maybe I don't know. <laughs> well, then it would look like. Well, the problem with that, Alan, is if they, you put a face on it, then it would look like you're feeding it raw pizzas and then it's pooping <laughs> out cooked pizzas. Maybe they should. Well, they've got that little screen on it where you type in like your your pin number. Maybe like a little version of the of uh, Little Caesar should pop up and say thank you for buying the pizza. Pizza, pizza. Maybe maybe if they made it like a bird, like it's a pizza bird, then you could have the pizza and be, you could say it's it's like it's flat egg. Oh, and the, and the bird says and the bird says it's a living. Whatever you pick up, <laughs> it's a pizza. living. Uh, yeah, and then you could raise the price of the pizza because it's now an egg. <laughs> Eggs are very valuable. This is true. Because people, I, it's because, you know, people don't like the thought of eating poop, but we eat eggs. People love eggs. So pe- people are paying a damn premium for these eggs. Oh, God, they love these farm fresh eggs. Uh, they love an egg, dude. And more and more people are loving eggs. And uh, You're but, hearing but, it more and more about how <laughs> much people love eggs. The raw egg dash list is out there. <laughs> Yeah, fighting for democracy. Well, probably not democracy. Actually, not not probably democracy. Just, what? Probably just Western. He probably does not like the democracy part of the Western. <laughs> he likes the Western part, not much the democracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely that. Uh, but I anyway. So I went to Little Caesars. I picked up my pizza from the portal, which said "Welcome, welcome." And then, uh, but the thing I got this week was their new slices and sticks with jalapenos. Have you seen this, Rusty? Are you aware of the slices? I, I have seen it. I did think about driving the extra 20 minutes to go get Little Caesars splice and sticks for the podcast, but I did not because I was busy and I had homework to do. I apologize. To my public, I apologize. I should have gotten these slices and these sticks, but please continue. The out. slices and sticks. Well, I'm, I'm glad one of us got it. It's fine. Uh, the slices and sticks, uh, I I will say, um, I think... It, is are they the first ones to do this? And compared to like a a Domino's or like a Pizza Hut, do they have a slice and stick option on their menu now? Because this is something I've seen before, like a uh, at uh, Gumby's Pizza. They they would have have their famous pokey sticks, right? But uh, I don't I don't know if any of the big three have been have done this recently. But I gotta say this is a pretty good execution. Um, whether or not you're you should get this or the bacon. I kind of wish I got the bacon cheese sticks instead of the jalapenos because the jalapenos are fine, but they really load them on these sticks. Right. Uh, which, you know, I mean, it's, it's like the canned kind of like acidy jalapenos. So it's like mm. the only, the only person on earth who likes them are me. <laughs> it's just me. The only person who likes that. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not bad is the thing. They're not bad, but it's just a little bit much. What I did is I went up taking jalapenos off my sticks and putting it on the slices 
uh, so that it was more evenly distributed, and that was just better all around, I think. But aside from the slices and sticks, I got the the deep, deep dish pepperoni. Um, And one thing that really struck me about this is that, you know, between the thin crust slices and sticks and the thick crust uh, deep dish, uh, Little Caesars had has nailed the crust like the doneness of both of the pizzas was like perfect. And it's like whatever whatever they're doing, their timing for their ovens and stuff back there, their conveyor belts and crap. They got this shit. They got this shit worked out because I I can't remember the last time I've had like an improperly baked pizza from Little Caesars, and I think that used to happen a lot more. You'd get some like really some kind right. of burned ones or not quite done deep dishes, but uh, everything I've got for like varying thicknesses of pizza recently has been very good. I um, have a weird question for you, Alan. Yes. When was the last time you actually went in and just got a hot and ready pizza? Just like a singular hot and ready pizza. You didn't order it through the app and it didn't have any special things that would require baking. Like I you just went in there. When I lived with my parents, my parents would do that sometimes, like as they went home from work. So probably it's been like three or four years. Whoa. Since I've had like a real hot and ready pizza. Otherwise, I'm just ordering it through the app because it's so easy I now. Should- I should get a damn hot and ready pizza. It's not you a bad idea. I, I wonder what it'd be. A, as we said, we're a journalism podcast. No more love talk. We've quit the love stuff. As much as I love love, uh, and could chat about it for hours. And we cannot but, uh, be journalists about love because, uh, <laughs> as you know, journalism is objective and love is not. <laughs> love, that's the thing. It's your passion is not doesn't always match up with your career. You know what I mean? Yep. Totally true. Yep. Totally true. And love... I mean, it's always subjective, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in the eye of the beholder versus journalism, where truth truth reigns supreme. When you say Ellen, oh yeah, just like a just like a supreme pizza, just like a uh, supreme pizza. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, uh, my 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 verdict on this: these were both good pies. Um, uh, no complaints, really. Uh, it's pretty much what you're what you're asking for. And you know what? Price for both of these, uh, twenty bucks. 20 bucks for two large pizzas. What a U.S. American. God damn. But for two large pizzas, one of which is deep dish, not a bad deal. Listen. I mean, I guess it's half a large pizza and sticks, but. I mean, (laughs) you can't get a pair of damn shoes for $20 these days. Well, what I was thinking about when I was eating this pizza is I'm like, if I went and, and went to Pie Squared or like a Pizza Mind or something like that, 20 bucks would get me one pizza, one large pizza. And is right. it in in and, and is the difference in quality double between a, a Little Caesars and like one of these <laughs> fancier pizza places? I don't know. That's kind of you know what you I don't mean. No, no, listen. And it comes out of a portal. That's the one thing that nobody else has is that I do have to talk to somebody when I go to Pi Squared. I would like a portal to say welcome, welcome to me. It's true. Mm-hmm. That's something you they just can, want they to can imagine on. Little Caesar himself reaching out to you, being like, "Alan, Alan, be my friend." friend. They need a live two D. They need a live two D little Little Caesar on the screen. God, don't even don't even go there because you're gonna make me weep for what we've lost. Which Which Hollow Live is gonna collab with Little Caesar next? <laughs> Has there been a pizza collab with Hollow Live? It's mostly been mobile games. I'm never gonna play. They've had some ramen. They've had some like convenience store and like curry brand collabs. Yes. But I don't think they've had anything. I guess it probably wind up being Domino's, because I feel like they collab with the most pizza places, or the most animes, right? Uh, yes. Hatsune yeah, Miku's. yeah, the Hatsune Miku, yes. If they re- if they brought back that, they got the same Domino's guy in the commercial and, like, hold up a phone and it's, like, Corona inside there, people would eat that shit up, man. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. 
Let 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 um, Marine do a sexy dance on top of my pizza. That's all I want. <laughs> I just I just want to see an anime girl on my pizza. Is that all? I want to see her like fold the pizza in half, and it be somehow sexualizing folding a pizza slice in half. That'd That's be cool. It would be cool. Um, also, I think uh, pizza in Japan it's more like a weird cakey kind of thing. Most of the time, if you get it at, like Domino's, it's like a weird thick crust, and it has like corn and shit on it so I, I don't know if you can fold those in half in a normal way listen i don't know which hollow live girl loves corn but we'd love to find out now which hollow live girl loves corn the band <laughs> oh man oh yeah we need a we need a hollow live girl with white guy dreads it's true <laughs> spider mori mori uh, calliope you have here's your chance <laughs> how you know how this much how I would, you redeem yourself do you know how much i would love it if she just became the new metal the new metal all alive <laughs> mori calliope cover of a uh, break stuff just starts wearing like junko my new model has junko jeans hell yes Let's go. My new model is like wearing like a Brian Quimby outfit. <laughs> like I'm just wearing. A... <laughs> hey, come on, Brian doesn't dress like that. Come no, on. I'm saying, but like he he would have like big you know big shorts and like a giant. Hoodie. I feel like if we were nice enough, we could maybe someday get Brian on the show. That's maybe. true. That's Possibly. true. Yeah. Well, now, but... would they get it? No, <laughs> Do absolutely not. Would, the, would, would would we sit here on every? possible level i'll be like well we like uh we like kalaski chupo cartoons (laughs) listen 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 mori calliope's like our man cow does that make (laughs) sense to you (laughs) i think he would like mori calliope i mean i the two characters that just that are in my head do you know that famous like youtube clip i don't know if it's still up or not where um the uh was it john john dimaggio the voice actor bender when he yeah bender he would have uh in the recording booth for gears of war he would have arguments between marcus phoenix and bender and those were like his two characters he always went back to that's um, the two characters that just sit in my head and they talk to each other are maury calliope and man cow <laughs> that's like the two fixtures in my head i can't get what rid of kind them. of what kind of thing are they talking about though they're like mars and venus you know it's aggression and, <laughs> and result- love love you know love <laughs> love Oh man! <laughs> now here's the one thing they have in common: too black to be on Chicago radio. It's true. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> you know, Man Cow anyway. actually has kind of a lot. Never mind. Never mind. No, I'm not gonna go down yeah, this. Let's not. Let's not go in on this. Let's not go in on this. No, no, no. I don't want to think Gura, about. Gura slaps in her car to her Trans Am into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> we called her mom. <laughs> I'm not happy about this man cow Gal Gura is very important to me (laughs) Oh man I like that I still have that line (laughs) Don't do this man Don't do this man cow Turd is very important to me. <laughs> it's still funny. Anyway, sorry. It's, it's it is very good. I don't want to think about which which VTuber is the grease man. <laughs> that's that's probably the... doobly. Which is the one that has, says the most made up stuff? I don't know. That's a great. That's a great point. Who says the who has any has any VTuber done their equivalent of the tuna song? The, the tuna Ooh. fish song. <laughs> tuna 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 fish. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Uh, you know, you know, the, uh, I, I do want to see a wrap off between Greaseman and his Supreme Court rap and maybe like any Mori Calliope song. 
That would That's be, true. You got me there. He does have bars in a way that uh, in that no other shock jocks do. <laughs> okay, Alan, should I talk about my pizza? Yeah, talk about your pizza before we, we start talking get about off shock jocks. Shock tubers. <laughs> oh man, a shock tuber? <laughs> it's a VTuber and they have like the big stupid glasses and like a, a dyed goatee. <laughs> more and more. You know, we should tell Mancow about VTubers because he just wants to look exactly like his cartoon mascot icon does. That's <laughs> true, but he, 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 he'll he think they're demons. He will think they're demons. They're false prophets. <laughs> they're scanning my they're soul. Liars. They're scanning my soul in live TV. You're telling me young men? He thought the Joker was turning young men into demons, his, you know? His, his satanic friend that made all the money on the stock market's like, Mancow, I'll give you $2 million if you scan your soul into live TV. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, 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 okay. Talk about this frozen pizza. Uh, I got a frozen pizza from our friends at uh, Fred Meyer, which, as we all know, is just the the Pacific Northwest, Northwest reskin of Kroger. Yeah. And they produce their own line. They have some of their own, like, sub lines there. They have Kroger, you know, generic Kroger brand. Then they have private selections. And then they have Simple Truth. Simple Truth. The Simple Truth, which is their, like, organic, vegan stuff. Wow. However, I went with a private selection product. And that is the private selection goat cheese and crispy bacon rustic pinza. Pinza. Romano fro... Pinza. Uh, ro- uh, ro- pinza. Uh, maybe that's Peninsula? I don't know. Romano frozen pizza. And I gotta tell you, Alan, it was not good. It was very bad. Really? It was very, it was very strange. I mean, I bought it because I was like, that is a weird, that is a funny, funny idea for a generic brand frozen pizza. Like, the idea of it intrigues me. I've enjoyed goat cheese on a pizza before. If anybody's ever had like the Domino's goat cheese, it's weirdly good, but not like, it's never really worth ordering, but you'd be shocked by how edible it is. Yeah, it's like, it's not, it's not bad. Yeah, it's decent. But, uh, yeah, so I was, uh, I wanted to try it. And, folks, uh, it was weird and bad. Um, the goat cheese was more like a weird, gluey paste. Damn. I would almost compare it to, like, seasoned glue. Not a joke. Um, the bacon had no chew to it whatsoever. It was, a uh, bad, ba- like, and I know it's never going to be good. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be McDonald's bacon or sure, Oscar sure. Mayer but truly it was like it didn't even have like the weird liquid smoke uh bacon flavor to it i don't know and then uh it had a honey on it like a apparently a hot honey i guess i don't know what kind of honey they were going for but really it just tasted like uh it tasted like a weird jelly everything about it was off-putting very strange pizza i only knew about two by two slices before putting the rest in the trash Damn. It was a uh, garbage. It was garbage. And it really, uh, I don't know what's going on over at Kroger. I don't know what's up with these sub brands. Cause I, I usually buy their private selections, deli meat and that's pretty decent. And then this is just a radical dump. It was a dump in a cardboard box. You know, you know, grocery store brands are really kind of, are really kind of a, can be hit or miss. Sometimes it, the generic product that they're slapping their, you know, their label on is a good one. And then other times it's whatever this was. I'm sure they like produce these all in different plants or whatever. And sure. just like stuff will get churned out. And they're like, okay, what, which of our brands will people associate with this and be like, oh, well, I've had a product with that before. I, I, I put that with quality. Okay. I'll get that. 
don't know. Truly strange. Truly strange. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how. That's that's kind of disappointing. Uh, it makes me not want to try these other kind of weird little store brands that I see every now and then, which is unfortunate. Uh, yeah, it's the whole Sam's Club effect where that Sam's Club Diet Cola is garbage. Yeah, <laughs> it's really bad. Well, speaking, hey, speaking of drinks, of liquids, yeah. Um, uh, Alan, you know, for a while now, one of our, arguably our most popular segment, the one that everybody talks to me about, the one that everybody goes gaga over Mm -hmm. is our collaboration with our friend, the rock. Yep. Uh, in the Zoazona, the presents, what is it? The, the Scorpion, what is it? The Brendan refreshers. Yeah. Brendan refreshers, Scorpion drink King, (laughs) the Scorpion drink King. And I have bad news for everybody. And I know that it's a very popular segment, and this is going to stink, and people aren't going to be happy about it. But the Zoazona has been canceled. No! It's it's over. <laughs> the Rock has stepped away. He, you know, Zoa is a great product. It's still but the Zoazona so was doing stores. such great numbers. It, it was pu- pushing, you know, The Rock was posting about us on Instagram. They were like, these are the two friends I never had in childhood. We, we walked on the beach with them. And even though The Rock is paying us for our services, just like he paid his dad on the set of Young Rock, that was a real thing. Uh-huh. He did say we were uh, part of his family now. We're part of the we're part of the Zoa family now, but we have to cancel it because now it's a it's a refresh like a like a specific drink. It's a refresher. It is the twisted mind of James Gunn presents Guardians of the Ah Liquidity. <laughs> Okay. A positive masculinity freeform think space for great tastes. Soda Fountain Suicide Squad drink live reaction. That's okay. Right. Should, I, should I repeat that, Alan? No, it's a live reaction? Yeah, it's the from the twisted mind of James Gunn presents Guardians of the Ah Liquidity. A positive masculinity freeform think space for great tastes. Soda Fountain Suicide Squad drink live reaction. Now, what I want to so, know is, like, why, does, why is Ah Liquidity galaxy why does that substitute for the word galaxy because <laughs> see galaxy ah liquidity i do say ah when i see a gal so that's true, <laughs> true. So, so what are you drinking what's this what's the beverage well, is, Alan, this, is it a suicide see, J- james got it should, oh i should have done that you should have got a suicide from a, from a soda uh, i should have gotten a suicide from every brand i should go to every if you can you even do a suicide from a, a freestyle machine? What would that even be I'm like? Sure, I mean, they give you pre-made. I guess technically a Coke freestyle, every drink is a there, suicide. What I'm saying is there needs to be a button that just says suicide on the Coke freestyle. And it <laughs> it injects cool. a little bit of every flavor in every drink into your cup. Listen, listen, Mr. Gunn, we love Mr. James Gunn. He's running DC right now. He killed Black Adam off, you know. Uh, which is sad, and we're bummed about it. But, he, you know, he's a little bit retro, but he loves to remix things. He's always going to the TV Tropes pages and point, po- poking holes and oh, all lamp, logic lamp and stuff. Lampshades, huh? Lampshade, yes. And um, so we're going with a classic, you know, just like a classic rock 70s song, like uh, like uh, Sunday Morning or something. And uh, Easy Like Sunday Morning, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but we're putting a twist on it. That's right. We're having the new Dr. Pepper limited edition brand, Dr. Pepper strawberries and cream. Whoa. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. It's like the little boy from the commercial, which James, James Gunn said that was one of his favorite movies. So that's me. Do <laughs> you hear that? That's oh, ASMR. Wow. So I'm going to try this bad boy out. Now, Alan, have you had any, did you have the no. Dr. Pepper dark berry? 
Um, I think I might have had the... No, I didn't have the dark beer. I just had the cr- the the cream soda. It had a dinosaur on the can. I assumed you would have drank it for that reason alone. Oh, see, the thing is, I, I did my grocery shopping through Walmart, and they weren't showing a dinosaur on the can in the app. <laughs> that's Damn. that's a real that's a real bummer. Right, right. Well, well, this will this will be different. This has a this does not have a dinosaur on it. All it has is a strawberry. But you know, I like strawberries. Well, you it's, know, it's pink and red. It reminds me of love in this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. A, a chocolate dipped strawberry that you essentially put in a lover's mouth. The thought gives me quivers, just like a fine carbonated beverage does. So, Mister Gun, thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for making a movie about a comic book nobody cares about. Thank you for um, you know uh, uh, just uh, bringing all these great characters like Star Lord into our lives. So thank you and Rocket Raccoon. We can't wait so- to go see Shazam Two: War of the Wizards or whatever the fuck <laughs> it's called. We are so excited, and we we think whatever Zach we agree with whatever Zachary Levi said, as long as it has to do with love. Anyway, it's true. So let's sip. That's different. That's good, different. Good, different, bad, different. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna chalk it up to not good, but in a, but a valiant attempt. As a creature who craves novelty, I'm the novelty creature. The people are saying that the novel creature, um, which is my wrestling persona. Um, I will say that uh, I am impressed. It does taste very fruity and berryish. Now, does it? compliment <laughs> does it taste like dollar store candy uh maybe it does taste a little like that it uh, does taste like the one of those little strawberry candies that come wrapped in the strawberry yes it does kind of taste like that with uh in a coke and it leaves a weird film on my mouth and i'm not particularly enjoying it but you know it, it, it's such a nice lovely color <laughs> the label is so is a nice pink which reminds me of a heart the symbol of love now maybe it's worth checking out. Maybe get a, get one for yourself. Um, so flavor wise, no, but um, smiles, yes. I don't know. Thank you. Ah. So anyway, that's how I end my reviews. <laughs> that's pretty good. How many Funkos do you give it? I give it. Uh, <laughs> I'll grab all my. I think I actually own one, two, three, four, five. I own five Funkos, so I'm gonna give it uh, four out of five Funkos. Four out of my five Funkos. Wow. That's that's good though. I think. I mean, how many Funkos do you have, Alan? I've just got the one, so I'll just give it one. <laughs> the one super- I gave you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I think I might have an Eggman one somewhere, like that I buried. <laughs> like I might have like got rid of it because I don't uh, want to do see him. Do you think it's a toy soldiers thing, and that your Tony Soprano buried Doctor Eggman? I hope so. Soups the fishes. I hope Soups so. The I fishes. think. I think if Tony Soprano knew the crimes that Doctor Eggman committed, he would take him out. <laughs> Because he cares about his family, he'd be worried. Well, he's about defending his the neighborhood. Hey, he's <laughs> defending the freaking neighborhood <laughs> from badniks. Sometimes you gotta crack an egg to make an omelet. Wait, no, he would say it something like, "Sometimes you need to make an egg to <laughs> to make an omelet or whatever." You know how that? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. The uh, hair apparent. Speaking of, or, speak, you know, this is I'm not great... as clever as David Chase. Okay. Yeah, well, we we do uh, write our podcast the exact same way as David Chase does, where we just lay on a couch and just say all these ideas, and somebody writes it down, and then we put oh, it into no, his podcast. Oh, no, I got bad news. I got bad oh, no, news. What I just got a live report. <laughs> this is not good. Folks, we're not happy about this one. New Schmanners episodes just dropped. No! <laughs> In the year of 2023, Schmanners is back. Uh, Wait, it was gone well for... Canceled. 
Oh, man. Let's see. I think it was on hiatus. Uh, Victorian Garden Hermits, Marie Antoinette, job interviews. I don't know about that. I, w- I want to become a garden hermit after reading that. Uh, <laughs> the Hierophant? Yeah, the, I would do want to. I do want to get the stand uh, hermit purple after reading that. Wish, well, you just want to smoke some damn hermit purple. God damn! Do you think? Uh, do you think Joseph could have broke off a piece of that <laughs> that, that hermit purple and smoked it? <laughs> it would have hurt him though. It's true, you but know, wouldn't he take be able to smoke it? Uh, we were talking about Tony Soprano. Mafia bosses found working as a pizza boss after 16 years on the run. Uh, Is what Tulsa King was about? <laughs> I didn't watch it. Tulsa King. No, what I'll tell you, I watched one episode of Tulsa King and I've been waiting. I probably watched this over like my, my birthday, like a uh, four day weekend I'm taking. I'll probably watch the rest of it. Tulsa King is about, um, it is about, uh, Sylvester Stallone somehow being the smartest and sexiest and most gangster, uh, guy in Tulsa. <laughs> and, uh, somehow he doesn't. He hasn't. He doesn't know what a phone is or anything else that's happened in the last twenty five years. But he's instantly able to like. Seems like these smartphones make us dumber. There's a scene like where this. he drives by, like he's driving, like the, getting out of jail or whatever, and uh, he's driving somewhere and he's passing like a bunch of like people on like the corner and stuff like that, driving through like the city, and he sees like some teens, like some Zoomers playing with a VR headset, and he just shakes his head. Like, oh, kids these days. <laughs> and it's like, does he know what a VR headset is? Because if he's been in jail for like 25 years. Oh, the swim goggles got bigger. It, it, it's like when, uh, when like in, in Yakuza, in a Yakuza game, when he gets out and it's like, what? Uh, why are uh, people have cell phones now? What's going on? You know, and Back to the Future and shit like that. The bullies who would wear 3D glasses would be like, oh, still bullying going on. The way bigger, Do you, did he think they were glasses. cosplaying like Biff and his friends from the... Like they, Biff Jr. They're just future Biff. He's like, oh, I, I gotta become the, I gotta find the future Biff around here and beat him up so they know I'm in charge now. <laughs> I read the Suzu, the Art of War, ten times in he, prison. He jail. literally, Russ. He did. There's, there's one of the opening scenes is like the list of book, like a stack of books that he read in prison. Oh my god, it's I like read the I, Five Rings. <laughs> it is that. Yeah, it's that. He read a bunch of books in prison, and he's like so smart. And he still is somehow physically threatening, even though everybody could escape him if they walked briskly in the opposite direction, <laughs> because he's an 80 year old man. Listen, he has, he's like Netero from uh, Hunter Hunter. He could project Nen that would slow you down. Uh, he, oh, but how sick would it be if Sylvester Stallone was like, I was doing, I was uh, clapping my hands in prayer 10,000 times a day in jail. <laughs> that's what you really got. That's what he's really got to do. God damn. If I went to jail, anyway. that's what I would do. I would just do some Netro shit. I'm that's gonna, true. I'm gonna become a monster. <laughs> Let's that's go to jail. A, that's a working guy works. Let's do this. Let, can you get? How can we get arrested the fastest? Uh, maybe stealing a cherub's bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> we go to love prison. Oh, that's my favorite kind of prison. Oh my god. Uh, mafia boss found working as a pizza boss after 16 years on the run. Uh, Sicilian Cosa Nostra super boss Matteo Messina Denaro uh, was found. Uh, oh no! Wait, hold on. This was a guy, a sensational arrest two weeks ago of Matteo Messina Denaro. This was Edgardo Greco, uh, who was found in France working un- under the alias Paolo Dimitrio as a pizza chef <laughs> at Cafe Rossini Italian restaurant. That's awesome. That's a good name. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I mean, if I was going to become a, a fake pizza guy, I would have called myself Paolo Demetrio. 
Um, <laughs> Luigi Mariano. <laughs> uh, let's see. He was associated with the Calabrian Indragetta. I don't know what that is. Uh, double homicide, blah, blah, blah. Dissolving bodies in acid, blah, blah, blah. Uh, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. He's a uh, dangerous fugitive. Uh, let's see. They also nicknamed him the prison killer. Because I think he... Uh, prison killer. The prison killer. Um, anyway, but... Uh, so they somehow busted this guy. Uh, I think they should let him make pizza still. That's a good way of paying back society, I think, is what being a pizza chef. We've seen Goodfellas, though. We've seen Goodfellas. You know, they could make a good pizza in prison, maybe. Yeah, he could do a He could become a, a pizza they chef could, in prison. They could get the thin-sliced pepperoni with a razor blade. It's true. Uh, I wonder, I wonder if like what he he should go to to fucking uh. He should go to to French prison because if he goes to Italian prison, he's gonna have so much competition in terms of pizza making. Oh, that's true. They probably have competitions there. Yeah, it's yeah. That's gonna be it's gonna be rough. Um, I've got a I've got a a, a North Carolina focused news story this week. Um, move over pepperoni. A pizza served in North Carolina has been praised for its creativity and seafood lovers can't get enough. This is served at Pizzeria Toro in Durham, which made it onto a list of 20 most unique pizzas across the nation. Uh, it is, uh, wood fired, loaded with chilies and pecorino cheese, and it's topped with whole clams. And when I say whole clams, I mean, it's got shells on it. What the hell? Look at, look, look, look at this pizza. I'm going to paste a picture of it. Uh, it it just kind of looks like a, a big wood fire fuck pizza with a bunch <laughs> of just rocks, they have rocks on, on my pizza. <laughs> yeah, it looks like somebody poured rocks on my pizza. Um, you have to you have to go for a sit down meal if you want to get this because it does not carry well. It isn't a, available for to go orders probably because it turns rancid within like ten minutes <laughs> because it's damn, got the little... briny depths of the sea like barnacles on my damn pizza. Um, <laughs> fuck. The restaurant uh, earned recognition about a year after it made it, on, made it onto the uh, N&O's uh, top triangle pizza bracket, but it missed out on another Yelp ranking. Instead, three other shops in North Carolina earned spots on a list of the nation's best places to grab a slice. Um, I'm going to look at this because they say one was in Asheville, one was in Charlotte, one's in Nags Head. So the, th- the ones that, that, that was on the most unique pizza. This is on the best pizza list for North Carolina. And the three they said was Gino D's Pizza in Charlotte, which fine. Fahrenheit Pizza and Brew House, which I've been to and is not that great. Uh, it's not good, actually. <laughs> Fahrenheit Pizza was, uh, I went there like a year or two ago, like sometime during pandemic, and got some really like veiny, chewy wings. Ugh. You know when you know when a when a wing just feels like it's just feels like it's full of tendons and it's just like chewy and gross. Ugh. Yeah, that's what that's what this was like. Uh, I don't and think I know Alan for a fact that you're such a freaking love science head that you're like, oh, Fahrenheit pizza. Why not uh Celsius? Hmm. Exactly. Why is not Kelvin pizza? <laughs> Kelvin pizza jewels. That's why. That's why I love going to Pi <laughs> Squared now because it has a an uh has fucking Albert Einstein inside my pizza box. <laughs> you do freaking at me. love science, dude. It. <laughs> I wish I could take Senku from Dr. Stone to, to Pie Squared Pizza with me. He would love that place, man. He would love it. <laughs> Listen, you, I have uh, Mori Calliope and Mancow in my head constantly. You have Senku and probably... Hosho Marine. 
You know, show Marine. <laughs> well, you're listen. That's I just love love. Affection. I can't help it. You do love love. That's true. We keep saying it more and more. Um. So I don't love that clam pizza. Have you ever had a pizza that had clams on it? Period. Yeah, I've had uh, I've had clam jam pizza. I've had all sorts of clam pizzas. It's good. It's solid. It's tasty. I the the most recent one I had was that drunken clam pizza at in Black Mountain, uh, which I got because it was a Seinfeld pizza or not Seinfeld. Whew. Uh, a Family Guy pizza, <laughs> uh, the Drunken Clam pizza, uh, which had it was right. like some sort of white wine sauce and whatever. And I think like a, a clam on a pizza is okay, but sometimes that shit can kind of get like it can kind of overpower a pizza if, if with that fishy and the chewiness. There's got to be some good I clams, ya. I guess. I feel you. I feel you. I don't know. This one also, I. I don't know. Seafood pizzas are something that's very difficult to do. Maybe that's something I should experiment with in my own uh, homemade pizzas. Is I should get into like, I should start doing some like fucking shrimp on my pizzas or something. Try to get that, try and perfect that. Because I feel like it's very difficult to get a good seafood pizza. I don't know. Uh, Here's a pizza that I know will not be good. Papa John's has a new pizza with crispy cheese on the bottom. Um... It is called their crispy parm pizza. I can p- paste a picture here. Um, what? It has. It's got cheese on the bottom of the crust. So like they they no layered sure. parmesan in the pan, and then it's a perfect blend of shredded parmesan and romano cheeses baked on the bottom to create the perfect amount of crunch. Uh, it's like a thin crust, and it looks the bottom of it looks like a fucking uh, like a the cheese it pizza you got from from Pizza Hut. It's like the, that weird orangey kind of burnt cheese color. Uh, right, right, right. I don't trust Papa John's to do this, though, is the thing. No, th- it's very strange, and it feels wrong. It feels bad. I I feel like Papa John's needs to have a Domino's moment where they apologize for their pizza. <laughs> they need to tell me the pizza's different now, and we're sorry. We're sorry for the racism. Uh, Shaq promises the pizza's good now. Uh, also, there oh, should be a pizza portal at Papa John's, and when you get it, Shaq should do like his little gif of him, like kind of like smiling and shaking his shoulders back and forth. Right. Yeah, that should happen when you get a pizza there. Um, they also have new hot lemon pepper wings, which um, I bet those are veiny and and full of tendons. Those those are not going to be good. I bet. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, King Arthur baking this this news. This uh, news story actually posted linked me to King Arthur Baking, which says, uh, "Hey, here's how you should add cheese to the bottom of your of your pizza crust." So I could maybe replicate this fucking uh, bullshit Papa John's one with uh, right. with the with the real shit, the King Arthur flour. Damn! Sometimes Alan, you come off like the freaking Merlin of pizza, the freaking Merlin of pizza. Oh, if I could pull the pizza stone for the the pizza what sword for the pizza stone. Merlin's wife call or a girlfriend call again. Merlin's. Morgana Le Fay? No, it was somebody else. It was like uh... Merlin wife. Well, okay, not the not the show. Not Gwen- the, Gwendolina? Uh, Gwenda is it Gwendolina? Maybe. That might be from the the Doctor Who Merlin show. You know that Merlin thing. Was 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 there a was there a Doctor Who show? <laughs> In the Super Hulock era, the fantasy do- the fantasy Doctor Who was Merlin, and Merlin, uh, you know, 
There was a Merlin show. Check it out, everybody. He had, like, powers and he talked to a dragon or something. I knew there was, like, a, a Merlin movie where he was doing, like, Witcher shit or something, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I'm having this moment here, like, I remember reading The Once and Future King as a kid, and I remember that Merlin had a girlfriend, but don't quote me on this. Hmm. Uh, anyway, maybe I'll try Maybe I'll try this. Uh, I should maybe use this King Arthur uh, website, because they've got a baking school on their website. Hell yeah. Uh, they've got King always had good recipes because they always, they were assured that they've tested everything, you know, that every employee in their uh, shop can make every recipe. You know, I mean, their, their pizza dough recipe on the, on the back of their, on the bag, I've been using a modified version of that forever, but it's, you know, it, uh, I, I don't know. It's good shit. I, I, yeah, I'm at a point shit. where it's like, I know the recipe. Do I need to keep buying King Arthur flour? But I'm just like, I might as well just do it because it keeps working. I mean, it's more expensive, I guess, but uh, I don't I don't know. I should try some of this other shit. They're, they got like a biscuit tutorial. Oh, if I made some homemade biscuits, Ooh. it'd be over for me. I think I made biscuits with them before. They were good, but they were a little hard. But my oven doesn't get hot enough, I think. Ah, oh, man. I should, I should honestly do that because I started doing... I started making homemade pizza and I stopped buying so much takeout pizza. If I did this, if I made my own biscuits, I would never have to go to Bojangles again. Uh, now, especially now that you can buy the Bojangles seasoning now. That's a thing now. You can buy like a big like Old Bay container of Bojangles spices. So like, I bet I could make my own fried chicken at home and make my own chicken Ooh. biscuits. I'll be- I'm going to become one of those YouTube guys that's like, I made a better version of the Big Mac and it only cost $40 and took 12 hours to do, but I did it. Uh, that'll be sick. Uh, Sonic news, views, reviews, and tudes. Um, I've got some interesting news from the, uh, Sonic director, Morio Kishimoto, who has been the director of the mainline Sonic game since Colors. And he said, when I started working on this game, uh, talking about Frontier, when I started working this game, I thought a lot about whether or not it would work and decided to hire, hire Boost. I think it means, and decided to use Boost. I'm still trying to think of a Sonic game that doesn't use boosts in my next for my next game. My favorite giant bosses are the first and second ones. Um, so it seems like he's trying to... That's interesting. That's interesting that he felt like he needed to use boost for Sonic Frontiers. Do you think that's just like what they think they have to... I mean, for an open world game, I guess it kind of makes more sense, but... I don't know. I mean, I... What... <clears throat> We've we've been in boost Sonic era for such a long time. Can we go back? You know, kids these days, are, are, there have been children playing Sonic Frontiers who have lived in a who've never known a non-boost world. These kids, they they don't they they they've never been handed anything but non-boosting. You know, they they have to. We had to make Sonic go fast by ourselves. And look at these brats. You know what I mean? It's true. They're getting they're getting participation trophies by by boosting. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're getting red emblems and they're just throwing red we had to work for our emblems alan it's true okay? you know what i mean yeah it's sickening it's truly sickening and um, i'm mad about it so please get rid of boost I'm, I'm a grown man who's getting mad about a sonic the hedgehog mechanic i don't I actually like boost. think it's okay uh you know i'm just kind of bored of boost but i guess sonic half of sonic frontiers isn't boost level design per se so i don't know yeah I that's the one thing is that so. like it, the boost is much more tolerable in sonic frontier so like if they kept on doing this this level of boost i'd be okay with it um and mainly because there's just like as long as i can still do like spin dashes and like homing lock on jumps at people it's probably fine 
Um, it's probably good. Sonic Prime merch coming up this summer. We've got some figures that are coming out here. Um, these are not really great figures. These are just kind of small ones. Uh, Listen, bigger is better around these parts when it comes to our toys. We're toy freaks. Call us freaking now they do Toy say, Man from from DC Comics. Thank you, James. James Gunn. Call me uh, fucking um, Wayne Knight from uh, Toy Story 2. <laughs> Chicken Man? Chicken Man. Um, they did say that they are... There's This isn't all everything. They just kind of showed these little short, like, three-inch figures. Uh, like a deluxe box and then, like, one that has, like, four... Uh, but there's uh, there's collectible action, collectible figures, action figures, keychain stampers, plush, and more is going to be released this summer. So there's a lot of other stuff. Um, I, I hope there's like a full scale figure Rouge the Bat. That would be great. But will they make me that? Will they make me the Bishojo figure <laughs> will Rouge they make the Bat? You? <laughs> Alan, I pray for you, <laughs> but uh, but not for what you think. Can they give me? Can they give you. me the Rouge the Bat? Please fix my friend Alan. Can they give me the Rouge the Cat Rouge the Bat garage kit, please? Oh my god, Alan, please no. We can't have another episode about this. Uh we used to make fun of this is what makes me laugh, is we used to make fun of uh Beach Queens. Like, who the fuck would ever have that in our house? Like, if you listen to like the first fifty episodes, we made so many damn jokes, and here I am like waving my Morgan, Morgan Bishojo statue up. around, like, uh, you know. I, I'm I'm like carefully slotting like Hosho Marine's ass onto the indentation on this anchor. I'm like, oh yes, this is perfect now. This is this is real to me. So you know, their character development is real. Not a lot of podcasts. You know, you watch uh, some fucking right wing statue guy. He's never gonna budge an inch. But uh, <laughs> but me, me, me and Ella, you know, we're we have a. <laughs> We we changed. Yeah, we changed. We changed. We don't. We definitely don't just talk about the same three things every single episode. We definitely did change. We grow. We're different now. We're we're, we're healthy journalism, now. I guess. We're healthy now. Uh, I got my Morgan statue, and they did announce yesterday. Oh, I think I have my. Uh, <laughs> I do have my Megatron one pre-ordered. That's pretty and sick. also. He did see that they announced the Star Trek one. I did not see the Star Trek. Do they got Bishojo Spock now? Yeah, <laughs> Alan, <laughs> don't 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 trip over yourself. Oh fuck! They got Bishojo Spock. <laughs> Here, let me find the. Does Spock, does Spock have big naturals? Listen, uh, uh, you know it's more hell. You know, oh. I think it, I think they would be funnier if Spock had big naturals. <laughs> pretty sick. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty Folks, sick. Get ready. I'm Leonard Nimoy would be very happy about this because, as we all know, he was a horny man. Yeah, he, he was a very horny man, and we, you got to respect it. Yeah, he would have loved this shit. <laughs> uh, I love talking for dead people as if they would have <laughs> agreed with us. I think I think it's true though, and and f- and first of all, I'm going to get an IAI of, of Leonard Nimoy and see what he thinks about this. Uh. It would be sick to send the AI Leonard Nimoy from, like, that stupid app. Like, send it some pictures of Bishoja figures and see what he thinks about them. <laughs> These AI apps, they, they let me talk to so many great people. I can see what they think about all of my anime figures. Uh, there, I do imagine, like, a, a Roman statue guy, like, he's like, what would Alexander the Great think of my, my Italia figures? 
What do you think Alexander the Great would think of my podcast? Well, <laughs> I would love to have historical figures listen to Hogcast and uh, well, just give o- us tips on how to conquer our foes and make people listen more. The only thing I would like is if I can con- if I can get confirmed that their soul is is being forced to listen to the podcast too. That like the real person is being tortured <laughs> in hell. That. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> God, uh, Christopher Columbus having to listen to like pizza. About it's like okay, about Christopher pizza. Columbus, you're you're on uh you're on exchange from hell today. You don't you aren't going to be tortured in the lake of fire listening to Rihanna's umbrella or whatever the fuck. You will be listening to a podcast on Earth for a little bit. Is that okay? What was the podcast I was listening to recently that talked about uh that somebody went to hell? The priest who died. There was that story about the priest who died. I think Chopper did that the thing on it. Yeah. The priest who died and said that in hell they listened to Rihanna's Umbrella and Don't Worry, Be Happy. <laughs> Why? Well, they should switch it to just like uh, Goop, the Goop Podcast Network. Or, uh, you have to listen to Come Town in hell. <laughs> hey, come on. No, that was a good time. No, I'm It's just Stav doing the annoying laugh over and over again. <laughs> it's true. You have to listen to Come Town, but um, after Scott Stav left, you have to yeah. be mad about it. Mm-hmm. You're forced there, and, and of course, as we all know, the traitor Stav will be tortured in the deepest circle of hell. <laughs> it's true. He's in Kokitis or whatever the fuck. He's in the mouth of the demon, right? He's what being chewed it? up by Lucifer while he's blowing out like his <laughs> ice wind. That's what's God. happening. Oh, that's so. Sick. I should read Inferno one day. It's so really I sick. Someone... I read. I I think I read that, and then I didn't read the other ones because they weren't as sick. Uh, I think no, I read I, part of Purgatory. Like, <laughs> Listen, Inferno is cool because it's about all the people you hate getting chewed up and stuff. That's why haters. he wrote that one first. You get. I mean, it's about it's about all of his all the people he's hating on and why they're all in hell. Uh, it's cool, and then all the rest of them are like, "You are right. You were right. There's all those people that were in hell. That's exactly what it would have been like." Thank mm-hmm. you. That's good shit. Uh, I I like that that just became headcanon for everybody. That's like their fucking like prom swap, uh, getting like <laughs> getting like canonized in the epilogues. I hate that we both went to we, we me and Alan have both been listening to the Homestuck Grad School podcast, and uh, and uh, now we know both know about now we all know about Homestuck again. Yeah, I'm. I've been refreshed. It's like going back, you know, finishing a degree. You know all these proper uh, nouns again. <laughs> the proper. They never left me. You know about what, you know, when I say ancestors now. You're like, oh, that, that that. I still don't know what it means, but it, they're there. I don't I, know I what mean, it that means. was another big thing for me. I remember meeting the ancestors and being like, I just, I don't, I don't feel anything. <laughs> I feel dead inside these guys. I hate all these guys. Oh, but circumstantial simultaneity, Russ. Oh, don't even say that. Oh. Apparently that was a big deal. It's definitely a phrase that never entered, like broke through my fucking cerebral. No, cortex. no, 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 no. Like that, that, that thing. It, it, that was like the the nemesis system for people in like 2012. Uh, whereas like in 2013, 14, when I was hearing about the nemesis systems, like why isn't this in everything? Why, why don't they? Why isn't this mechanic in everything? That's my circumstantial simultaneity. That ruined all other media for me. I need nemesis system in it. <laughs> It's real oh, shame fuck. we don't get fucking more Nemesis system and stuff. Uh, Netflix held a Sonic Prime event in Santa Monica on uh, January 28th. It was what they called the Sonic Prime Shatterverse Experience. Uh, Tyson Hesse did the art for it uh, and promoted it on Twitter. Uh, so what? from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., 
Nobody was sure what it was. Somebody on Reddit went to it. And uh, it was just a sign in like a public park in Santa Monica. Uh, it's basically, they said, in quote, uh, Puzzle Headed Mine 452 on Reddit said, It's basically an AR thing where you jog in place and pretty much go through the Shatterverse with Sonic and the others. You jump at a countdown where a timer tells you when to do it, and then you jog in place again. And then you get to take a, a picture with Sonic beside you on the screen. The frame rate's terrible, and nonetheless, it's a nice thing. Nothing too crazy, and it's pretty small early in the day, so maybe something else might happen later, but I doubt it. That's basically the event, and you get a nice poster as well. Who gives you the poster? So it sounds like you just, like, uh, you, you like, scan a code and just kind of, like, run around in this park, and then you get to take a picture with Sonic? Uh, you know. Okay, I guess. Like, I guess that's good for kids, but, like... Is a kid, is a parent going to see this and take their kid to the park to do the Sonic AR thing? Or is it just no. going to be a bunch of Redditors going to the park and running around? This is the Sonic dilemma. Who's it for? 12-year-olds or 25-year-olds? Because if it is for 12-year-olds, what they should have done is they should have put this on, like, the McDonald's playground or something, right? Yeah. Like, they should have put this on a place where kids are. What's the, what's the name of the dead uh, Discovery Zone chain with all the different... What was it called again? What, Rainforest Cafe? What are you talking about? Uh, you know, there were, they talked about this on Podcast The Rye. There was the Discovery Zone that was like shoots and ladders or something. That, like, oh, yeah. That was designed by the... Anyway, we don't need to go. I'll remember later. <laughs> Edit it, fix it for me later, Alan. Um, I am trying to think. Leaps and bounds. Leaps and bounds. Leaps and bounds. Yeah, set up a new leaps and bounds with Sonic in it, you know? <laughs> they had, they made a... They helped make GameWorks. Just do that again. Be- Sega, fix it. I'm surprised that there aren't more where in like maybe five, 10 years, we're probably going to start getting like AR experiences at like Chuck E. Cheese. Well, those places won't exist anymore, I guess. Uh, hey, hey, listen, Chuck E. Cheese. Hey, don't, Alan, don't even say that. Pasquale, our friend Pasquale will listen to this. <laughs> listen, Chuck E. won't hear this, but our friend Pasquale might, you know, that's true. Listen, I don't think Chucky will hear it, but our friend, you know, our friends in the make believe band. I no no disrespect to Munch. Please, uh, Alan, famously, you show a lot of disrespect. You're famously known as a hater around these parts. I, but, look, uh, I just like the earlier stuff. Respect. I don't like the direction the band took in their <laughs> last few albums. Listen, I don't want, I don't listen to fake cartoon crap like uh, the gorillas. I listen to real music like uh, Chuck E. Cheese, please. Look, I, I kind of feel the same band. way about Munch's Make Believe Band as I do about Weezer. I really like the first album. <laughs> Second album was like, eh, and then everything else is just kind of like not really my thing. Uh, what's, the, what's the name of the big... What is the big uh, Chuck E. Cheese song again? Uh, uh, I only know the fake songs that they lip sync over. <laughs> uh, I'll find it. I, me and my I friends? It's like, let's do it together. To, together just, we've got know. it. Together we've got it. Together we've got it. Thank you, Alan. Thank you. Together we've got it. Listen, that's that's your that's your Pinkerton. <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's, yeah, that's my Pink Triangle song, is that... Um, oh man, oh man. Uh, also, I really think that, uh, that Munch should change the lyrics to in, uh, in, what is it? Uh, fuck. Was it in the, over the sea? What's, what's the song about over this, across the sea? Which is, is that the one where, uh, Rivers Cuomo says, writes about like a, a teenage Japanese girl that wrote him a letter? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Alan, you, you, I've spent my entire life avoiding Weezer. 
Well, because you have that, you do have that four-barreled gun, and you know that if you if you run into them, <laughs> I'm taking Weezer out. You're gonna have to use. I'm going it. into Fortnite. I'm trying to get Tron into Fortnite to finally kill Weezer. You're you're trying to get them to delete the Fortnite Weezer Island from existence. <laughs> I know it's out there, and I will destroy. <laughs> I think. I'm I'm under the impression that Fortnite is actually Greed Island and is a real physical space. <laughs> you can if you you can interact with a cursed console and get sucked into into Fortnite Weezer Island. Yeah, I mean, I I do own I already do own a cursed console. It's the PS5. It ain't got no games. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sorry, Alan. It's true. Uh, anyway, it's true though. Uh, so I guess if you want to go to the Shat- Sonic Shatterverse event, you can scan stuff with your phone. Uh, I really hope that some kid got to experience this because that's what it was made for. But I don't. I have a feeling like no kid saw this, and that's really sad. Whenever I hear Shatterverse, I think keep thinking of Shatter Ass, and that makes me think about Glass Ass, and it makes me bummed. <laughs> I don't like thinking about Glass Ass. <laughs> makes me think of Sh- of Shatner Shatterverse. You got Star Trek on the brain, my my friend. Yeah, I wish there was. I wish Shatner was in. I wish Shatner was in. Uh, is he still in stuff now? Is he alive? I had that moment the other day. Like, did he die recently? The last thing I know he did was be on a podcast where Man Cow said that. Like, I know people say you're fat and old, but I, I think you look good. He's still with us. He went to space, and you know, he's oh still yeah, like, he went to space and then got cut off by Jeff Bezos. He was like talking about like. It was so beautiful seeing the sun rays over the... And then Jeff Bezos, like, shot like a champagne cork in his face. <laughs> it was cool. I'd do that. Hey, listen, if I could body uh, a golden age of television... I guess that's more silver age. Yeah. Whatever. Age, cares. Whatever. Old guy. If I could body an old I guy... I love body... Listen, the only thing I like more than um, bodying an old guy is to body a young guy. So <laughs> that's True. me in professional wrestling, just watching uh, old old dudes in pro wrestling, bo- uh, like <laughs> like, big time... Like, like when a uh, Billy Gunn big time Darby Allen by not selling to any of his moves, but still getting pinned. It's it cool. it's good shit. It's good shit when someone you know sells something. Uh, I've got a, a tood this week, Russ. This is another IDW tood. Uh, I want you to tell me what you think Jewel the Beetle looks like. Jewel the Beetle. Uh, fuck. Um, what does Jewel the Beetle look like? Well, it's probably a damn beetle, damn bug. Mm-hmm. With like an Egyptian theme interesting because it's got like an ink and maybe like uh like a headdress with a diamond in the forehead i don't know alan reveal it to me jewel the beetle uh oh she's like a light blue kind of translucent kind of iridescent type color what the hell uh and she's wearing like a a little cutie she's wearing like a maybe like a newscaster style outfit or something like it's like a a yeah it's a fucking little mini mouse here what the hell she's got like a pink like pencil skirt and like blazer and then like is that like a like a a neckerchief or something like tucked into it or i don't know it's like almost like an austin powers kind of thing coming out of her collar uh but she she's like a blue beetle she has like wings and gloves on and and uh and pink high heel shoes uh she is tangle the lemur's best friend and the current director of the restoration uh which is a uh a rebuilding organization established to be the successor of the resistance uh it was initially led by amy rose but has since been uh under the leadership of jewel the beetle so she is like the one that's rebuilding uh all the places that are have been freed from eggman i guess she's like their girl boss i guess she's the girl boss 
I think she's a girl boss. Yeah, Minnie Mouse is kind of the original girl boss, though, you know, if you were to believe these uh, Disney adults, you know. Well, so her original thing that she used to do was she used to work at the Mineral Museum in Spiral Hill Village. Uh, She was the curator there, and they have a lot of interesting rocks and minerals there. Uh, And then she met up with Tangle and Whisper and the Wisps. There's a bunch of... rest are in your damn head. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. How dare you? (laughs) <laughs> listen you, you always got dr stone on the brain okay come on it's true though uh let's see i know he he without soon cast the first stone me me calling alan the dumb one <laughs> uh let's see here uh, anyway i'm sorry let's see there's a bunch of other a bunch of the usual sonic bullshit happens uh a bunch of people come and ruin the town and then they fight back and then Everything's fine with the end. Listen, you know, I, I I know this shit pretty well at this point. <laughs> we all know what happens when a character in Sonic is introduced. It's a new village, a little village happens, and Sonic comes there, and then some monsters come there, and then they fight them, and then they say, thanks, Sonic, we're gonna do something good now. Yeah, I'm drinking this fucking Dr. Pepper. I'm gonna finish this Strawberries and Cream Dr. Pepper, even though I didn't fucking like it at all. Uh, Jewel Obviously, likes James to... Gunn isn't listening anymore. That's true. He does not care anymore. He's he's too busy soy facing it like uh, Wonder Woman <laughs> stills or something. <laughs> yeah, Wonder New Wonder Woman. Uh, oh, that's, he's gonna pick another Wonder, Wonder Woman. Wo- he's gonna have to pick another wonderful woman now. But now that he's rebooted the universe, huh? But he's gonna be like me, and there's like every one woman is wonderful. How are you? Gonna, <laughs> you're gonna, he's going to sort, re- sort out half the damn human race. Uh, Wonder Woman is gonna be just purely reflective, and she's gonna just shine back. She's gonna be like a mirror, <laughs> whoever's watching. <laughs> it's just there's just gonna be uh the wonder woman they're just gonna talk about wonder woman <laughs> just be like wonder woman is you wonder woman is the feeling around oh us. it's Every a woman second is per- it's like a, it's like fucking hardcore henry it's from <laughs> wonder woman's perspective you don't ever but get to it's see the her. first movie where men are not allowed to go to <laughs> or women men have to wear uh like the opposite of 3d glass they have to put on special glasses that just cut their vision off they did put on like horse or, blinders, basically. Or, or, or remember that uh, the Sony TV that had like the special mode that would. Um, yes, I think that's that's un- something I think about almost as much as Nemesis System is that special Sony right. TV. Yes, and uh, it it you would have to wear special glasses that would filter it for you, but um, <laughs> it would be like uh, one person be, like, could do the male do, gaze blocker. Yeah, you could the thing that will let you do like a. Uh, that lets two people's screens be shown at the same time with filtering glasses. One side of the one, the male side of the theater is watching like uh, Shazam five or whatever the fuck. And then the female side of the theater, they're all watching wonder woman. That's cool. Yeah. That's sick. Uh, it's sick. Mr. Gunn. Thank you. Ah, I would ah to that. (laughs) Uh, I I cannot wait to soy face so hard at, at Shazam five or Shazam what is this new one? War of the Gods? War of the Wizards? I, Alan, you are asking the wrong person. Shazam 2. I've seen the trailer for it like three times. <laughs> Shazam Fury of the Gods. I we I have not seen the tweet, but I probably agree. Whatever people are bad about Zachary Levi. Um, uh, it's the, the thing is, like, I can't really be mad about Zachary Levi because I don't think about Ch- Zachary Levi. He's Chuck. He's the guy Chuck from Chuck. I don't. Wait, he's Chuck? He's Chuck. Wait. You not... He was Chuck. <laughs> you did not know he's Chuck. That was Chuck. 
Did you not know he's Chuck? Did you really not yeah, know? Yeah, I didn't know he was Chuck. I did not fucking know he was Chuck. He's I'm Chuck. Here. He's Chuck. He's also um he's also Flynn Rider from Tangled, by the way. I know. Well, anyway, <laughs> that's that's the lead. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a cartoon. It could be whatever. Anyway, yeah, there's he's he's there. He was also in Thor Ragnarok and I don't remember it. He's also Harold in the Purple Crayon. <laughs> okay, now movies that we're running out of damn movies, dude. We're running out of stuff to make movies about. I, that that Harold in the Cray- Purple Crayon movie is gonna hit, though. That's gonna be good. You know who's <laughs> in this shit? Zoe Deschanel, <laughs> Lil Rel, Howie, Robbie Patel, Robbie's <laughs> <laughs> is Robbie in that. Harold in the Purple Crayon? <laughs> Robbie, are you Harold? Can I see your damn Purple Crayon? <laughs> Holy what shit! What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, reach out to me. He probably has heard about this guy. He probably doesn't bring it up. Robbie's just like fuck. This I mean, it's not like it. Patel is a very common last name or anything. No, no, no. no. Fuck. Uh, here he is. Here he is. Robbie Patel, actor. Oh my god! I feel bad. Robbie's probably like not wanted this brought up. What <laughs> he has avoided. No, their this whole guy's life. not a big enough actor to like. He's also 44. I haven't heard of but this But I'm guy. sure, I mean, we've all Googled ourselves. <laughs> Doesn't that sound sexual? Um, you know what I mean? And uh, this is probably the first guy. You know what's fucked My up? My dad. He what's was also up? in Wonder Woman 1984. Fuck. It's like, uh, like a random, like, I guess maybe like a random Palestinian person that was going to get mad at Ravi. Like, you, the things you support, Ravi, you were in a movie. You were in a pro-Israel movie. <laughs> Who was he? That's not true. He was a man who provides Diana and Barbara documents of the Dreamstone's history. Remember the Dreamstone, Russ? Oh, the Dreamstone. It's so funny because the. Did you watch any of the bad SNL stuff with P- Pedro Pascal? No. Oh, it's bad. I mean, I only saw like a minute and a half clip, but it was it was not good, and it hurt. Was it he hurt doing like? Was he? Were they making him like pretend he's the fucking Mandalorian or something? <laughs> no, it was like a. How about how cool and sexy he is, or whatever. Epic. Because it's, you know, we're all about positivity and comedy now. <laughs> Nobody's the butt of the joke anymore. We're all friends or whatever. We can't roast Except anybody. It. It's everybody's sexy and but, cool and fun. Let me say this. The orange man bad. I don't want to get that fucking orange piece of shit. Or do they still, so they have their own Trump guy on there now, right? Do they have their own Trump guy? I thought like that since uh, like, um, since <laughs> fucking Alec Baldwin isn't doing it, they've got like the guy from the president show. What happened, Alec? Explain. Why, why would they drop such a legend luminary in his well, field? Well, you know, he's busy a... with his movie filming schedule right now. <laughs> he's got a lot of other projects he's, taking, he's working he's on. He's making a lot of big shots out there. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. He's, he just doesn't have time to, you know, to really get his, his, his sight settled on, uh, on a project like this. Uh, but yeah, I don't they just have like the the president show man doing like a, a permanent. He's got he's got like Trump residency at SNL now. I don't know. Uh, it's also listen, weird. I don't that know. They're, no. they're still doing Trump jokes on SNL. I guess. Uh, listen, it never ended. It it hurt them all. They all got hurt by that shit. You know. I mean, uh, do you think? Do you think like if Trump wins again in twenty twenty four? It's going to be like, they're going to restart like, okay, co- all the Comedy Central shows we canceled, they're coming back now. <laughs> Little Bush is back, but now, did they ever make Little Trump? They did Our Cartoon President. You're right, yes, that's right. Our Cartoon uh, President's coming back. Uh, and I mean, we've all heard about how there's that one like weird 
Comedy Central, what is it? Cartoonifying the News? Yeah, Cartoon News. What is it news called again? Or something? What is it? I think it's Cartoon the News. Yes, and it's like that weird, like, puppety, not good. What is it? It looks like the Family Guy, the Go Animate. Uh... Tuning out the news. Tuning out the news. Tuning out the news. Uh, let me see what these guys look like. <laughs> Alan, you're not going to like this. Ooh, they look like Archer. They look like Archer to me. Right, right, right. They look like a worse version of Archer, actually. They look like somewhere between Archer and like a Bitmoji. Yeah, that's not good. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm not happy about this. Folks, not, we're not happy. Not really happy about this garbage. Um, well, wait till you see it in motion. It's beautiful. <laughs> that's what it, I mean, I bet listen, it will look The way like that it. Miyazaki animates food. Mmm, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> uh... Man, this this shit sucks so bad. Uh I wonder why they I wonder why they decided this would be why who wants who watches this? Who's this for? <laughs> Listen, we got to take we got to put uh, the people in power to task. You know what I mean? We got to take these republicans. I want to know why there's so many cartoons on TV for adults, but I don't I don't think I don't know anybody who watches them. Like there's like twenty different Rick and Morty spin-off shows like on TV right now, right? You've got you've even got a Rick and Morty Star Trek right now on Paramount Plus. Oh. <laughs> well now soon there will well, I guess they're keeping Rick and Morty around. I mean Rick and Morty staying around is just gonna be uh, I don't know what's gonna happen to Solar Opposites or whatever. I Solar think Opposites. Sh- I think that show won a fucking nomination for something. I think that one's supposed to be like the one that people say, actually, that one's good. I know everything else looks like a, a rip off of Rick and Morty, but this one's really good, actually. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, man. I just fucking, I don't understand this shit. Uh, anyway, what do you fucking think about Jewel the Beetle? She's cool, huh? We love Jewel the Beetle. She's great. I love her. She's, uh, she's fucking, she's my friend, much like she's Tangled's friend. Um, shouts out yeah now not to tangled the guy not zachary levi from tangled but tangle the lemur he's a he's in a bit of a tangled web himself to be honest it's true um uh do you want listen, me to oh one thing do you want to know do you want to guess what her favorite food is um ice cream double, ice cream double sauce chicken wings whoa <laughs> whoa that's pretty sick that's fucked up dude it's a whole Disney thing with the whole like animals eating animals. Oh, I guess, I mean that's nature. Beetles though. beetles would eat chickens though. Like if they found a dead chicken, a beetle would eat it. <laughs> beetles would eat chickens. It's true. You leave a damn chicken wing on the ground, you're going to come back and have ground beetles all over. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, domestic beetles. That's what they use to clean uh skeletons for like uh for fucking uh taxidermy and stuff. It's domestic beetles. <laughs> Whoa, I did not know this. That's metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they have like little worms and stuff that crawl around. Sometimes you get them when you buy uh when you buy mealworms or crickets. Sometimes you find a little dermestid in there, and it's like that's not going to do any harm. But if you want to put that in a little box, <laughs> it's like finding a French fry in your onion rings. You it is I mean? like it is exactly like that actually. <laughs> like that's a free one. If I if I want to if I want to get rid of some dead bodies, I just got to collect like a few hundred more of these guys. Uh, they're they're nature's little little dead body melters. Uh, anyway, Jewel the Beetle. Uh. I guess that's about it, Russ. Uh, as usual, as we've started doing, is there anything you've been enjoying lately that you want to plug? No, 
you don't enjoy things anymore? I don't like things anymore. I don't. I mean, I just am so wrapped up in love. Uh, I don't know. I gotta. You know what? I'm plugging Ross, the uh, Okayu Corone uh, Nendroids. They brought me a lot of joy. They hold, they hold hands. hands. It's pretty nice. It's very good. So you know, spend eighty dollars on Russ, that. Like I I've did. got a. I've got a recommendation for you. If you were going to watch one isekai this season, Handyman Saito in Another World is by far the best. That's true. I read the manga. That it's very good. It's a. I like I, I we need more four coma gag shows basically. Don't people like the like the dwarf has like a big fat ass or something? Somebody's horny about the, the dwarf's butt, or is that a comic exclusive? Uh I don't I don't think I've seen a dwarf with a big butt yet. It's been the lady in armor that keeps getting like her armor melted off and stuff. Um, the girl that likes Saito and she like the armor keeps getting melted or and stuff like that. I remember there was like a buff dwarf in it. There <laughs> is a buff dwarf fun. with like a crossbow. There's a bunch of like cool characters. There's like a a wizard that. Carries around a big staff that he, like, smacks people with. Uh, that's cool. There's the guy in the party that's a wizard that's basically Joe Biden and he can't remember anything. <laughs> uh, hey, man. Hey, Jack. You know, back in the ancient days, the wizards, the wizards, folks, they were out there. Also, for any, for any Firu's eyes, eye fans out there, uh, the voice of Power and Jolene uh, and uh, other stuff. She's also the main girl in uh, the the girl with the armor that keeps getting melted off in uh, in Handyman Saito. Oh, nice! What's her name again? Firu's I... eye. Yeah, she's great. I love her. She's very good. Who's she in Doctor Stone? Wait, hold on. Who was she in Doctor Stone? People of the world. People of the world. What does that mean? Is that the robot that was in space? Maybe was she was like one Sinkin? of the voices. Maybe she was one of the voices for like the Idol concert. Uh, lady when she's singing her song and then they did like a flashback or something who was she huh that's interesting well, good for her we love her yeah good for her she should be in more stuff uh, she's very reach good. out to me come on the podcast i bet your english is pretty good um Probably. stuff like that you know handyman saito though that is my that is my isekai pick of the season uh more isekai gag gag stuff is what I, I wish there was on TV. Uh, also, uh, this person has what I would call what I want to call the the manga brain, uh, and that they they are really good at coming up with just like a character with a weird gimmick, like the healer that uh, that likes healing people so much that like she'll let them get hurt and then licks them uh, or something because she <laughs> cool. likes licking their wounds. Uh, that that's very cool. swag. It's very cool, very swag. I like it. Uh, Good, good anime. Um, that and uh, the Dead Space remake. I'll plug that. That's a good one. <laughs> everybody loves Dead Space these days. Um, I don't know, but read books, everybody. I've been reading more books lately. It's what kind good, of books are you reading? Any good ones? I, I'm reading Cabal by Clive Barker, and I also bought the first of the the what is it? The Severian shit. What is it? Book oh, of the sick. New Sun. Sick. You're you're gonna Which fucking many meet people the, have said you're gonna meet the fucking Shrike or whatever. It's the Dark Souls of books, right? That's right. What it you is. need to start getting into the fucking uh, not Severian. Who am I thinking of? Uh, oh my god! How did I forget? Fucking forget this. The, the guy with Stormbringer. No, Storm. The Stormbringer sword guy. Uh, Elric. Elric. You need to get an Elric. Is that like the Shit Sheeran guy? What is not Ed Sheeran, but the not the Ed Ketchup guy? No, Ed Chup. Uh, the Michael Moorcock uh, guy. The, the 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 hero with the cursed sword. Uh, that. He's like the albino, the eternal like champion. There's like 10,000 books about it. The, the, the eternal champion. Uh, he's like the, he's like a, a hero figure that keeps like getting like 
there's like a infinite versions of him throughout all of all of existence is like this that's cool elric yeah uh ask uh ask uh lex uh a formerly known as ripple frog now one one million pounds of rat meat sold in america <laughs> yeah it's cool ask him about it because oh, it was shannara i was thinking of shannara i should get into shannara i think we should start getting into a bunch of weird old sci-fi from the 70s and 80s how many fucking shannara books are there oh there's a lot of shannara books too many books see this is why books books are not that great <laughs> too many you go into a library you get fucking mad about it <laughs> this is too much content <sighs> so what how many hours will it take me to consume all this damn dude can i just look at the tv tropes page instead <laughs> book tropes words <laughs> uh, I, w- I want to know some book tropes god damn all right well i guess until next time uh Keep loving love lovingly. Yeah. Please, keep love um, alive. Should we do love and learn? I think this will be... Oh, wow. I guess, yeah. Love and learn. Love and learn. Love and learn.